Welcome to RSVP Radio with Brooke podcast, where we keep it real. It's sustainable. Being a mom, a professional, a good human, staying fit, it's a lifestyle and has to be sustainable. Valuable. If it's not going to add some value to your day, you won't find it here. Personal growth, health and wellness, building a community, it's a one-stop shop, y'all. And of course, parties. I'm a certified meeting professional, or CMP, and have planned major events for 10 plus years, but people basically think I plan parties all day, so we'll go with that. I'll tell you how your parties will be the very best of them all. So this isn't a regular podcast, it's an event. You can attend whenever and wherever you have the time. I fully expect you to have a beverage in hand while you're listening, because events always have drinks, coffee, tea, water, gotta stay hydrated, people. Or if you've somehow gotten through the workday, you've worked out, fed the dog, made dinner, gave the kids a bath, read them a bedtime story, said their prayers, and got said kids to finally snooze, then you should have wine in your hand. So listen in and enjoy the event. Hey guys and gals, welcome back to the RSVP Radio with Brooke podcast. If you can't tell from my voice, I'm a little bit stuffed up. I This is the first time I've even had like an inkling of being somewhat under the weather um, during this whole like quarantine craziness. Um, so I'm thankful for that, but, um, I've been trying to really rest and take it easy to try and nip this thing in the butt. Um, feeling better. It's just like settled into my head, which is why I sound a little stuffed up. Um, but, uh, this week I am kind of expanding upon what the past few weeks and couple episodes that I've um, recorded specifically have been themed around, which is getting organized and how that equals getting healthy, um, mentally, physically, even spiritually. And we also had an episode that talked about how to create healthy habits that last and what that looks like and where to start. Um, most recently we talked about self-care and fitting that into your, into your, um, habitual routine, if you will. Um, with self-care expert Emily Nichols from the Self-Care Isn't Special, or I'm sorry, Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Um, So anyway, it's all been kind of themed around this idea of how you can organize your life effectively so that you can show up for yourself in the best and healthiest way. Um, So today we're going to dive just a little bit deeper into one section of that, um, which is dun 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 meal planning, um, and how you can save time and create more space in your brain for other things by getting that dreaded idea of meal planning kind of off your list and getting some healthy habits in place that help you do that. I know we've touched on that in, in episodes past and different things, but, um, I just want to kind of hone in on this a little bit more. This is a further explanation, actually, of my completely free video training that launched this week on how to master your day. This is a um, video module that you can consume at any time. Um, But essentially, it takes frazzled you, you that is getting up super early, making the breakfast, dressing the kiddos, getting them out the door, um, being a personal chauffeur, especially if they're in sports, and you're constantly just staring at a mountain of things to do. And you just want to put your head down and be done. You want to be done for the day, for the night, and just relax. And I know this, and I have felt this because I have literally been there (laughs) putting everyone else first. And I know what it feels like to feel like there's never enough time for you. So because of this, this training, this video module um, walks you through one how to organize your time, 
Two, discover a schedule that works for you. Three, guides you through each step and principle um, piece by piece. And most importantly, if you don't hear anything else, um, helps champion you to make sure that you actually keep this freaking promise to yourself of setting aside time for things that matter to you. Um, so we do just that with this with this training module as well. And we, re- we work on removing decisions from your plate each and every day that don't need to be there that you can easily get rid of and eliminate um, from tomorrow's stress. So it will walk you through um, your entire day. So how to create space mentally um, with the power of a morning routine, which we've talked about here on the podcast before, how to really meal plan um, and rinse and repeat those recipes to eliminate some of those decisions that we've talked about um, and how to actually schedule that time to move your body as part of your day and not using time as an excuse, right? That you ran out or you didn't get up early enough um, to get that workout in if it's truly important to you. So this is where we leave that chaos behind and we kind of move forward. So this podcast today on kind of using your time effectively with meal planning is a deeper dive into that one of those sections that that dreaded meal planning section. So um, to give you a little background on kind of my journey with how I approached meal planning um, and before I was really on any any sort of well-intentioned uh, healthy living journey. I just kind of like threw things up at the wall and hoped that they stuck in terms of dinner or came home every night and thought and said, you know, to my then fiance or, or, or whatever, um, before we were married, I'd say, what are we having? What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> it was that like back and forth that we've all had and we, you know, don't like, um, so, you know, it started there. And then even when I started the faster way, um, I didn't plan my dinners ahead of time. Um, and let me back up a little bit, but kind of in that in between, we all, I feel like can say that we dabbled in meal prep. And while that may work for some, depending on like what your occupation is outside the home or um, that sort of thing, or if it's just easier for you to like batch cook things, that's fine. That's great. If that works for you, you do you, but it does not work for me. <laughs> I found it to be really stressful and I didn't like doing that. And I didn't like taking like a big chunk of like my Sunday to just be a slave in the kitchen. So um, I did, you know, dabble in that. And then and um, when, like I said, when I got into the faster way in the beginning, I did not plan out my dinners. I just kind of um, planning out my dinners was like the day before. I didn't have like a week's worth of meals that I knew was the go-to plan. Um, so how I do it now looks drastically different. Um, and I sit down, you know, at the end of the week or during the weekend and I map out our dinner plans, even if that includes going out to eat a couple times, I map that out. So we'll go through that here today. But um it's kind of evolved over a long period of time, right? So you have to find what kind of works for you by maybe going through some of those struggles first and then figuring out, okay, I do not like X, so I'm going to try Y and then give that a go and see how that moves and shakes for you. So um, if you guys can think for me for a moment, how many times have you shown up um, at the store, at the grocery store with no list, and you're just winging it and you come home and you ended up with like 8,000 things. Um, and then by the end of the week, you've eaten like five of them. Like you, everything ends up going bad in the kitchen. Um, you feel like you bought all this stuff and you have literally nowhere to put it in your kitchen or in your pantry. And now you don't even know what to make with what you bought. Like I always found myself um, getting a bunch of produce that I had all these well intentions of like making all these recipes or um, it came with my, my meal 
um, prep for that week and then I just wouldn't do it because I got bogged down and then all this stuff went to waste and it just went bad in the refrigerator and it was so frustrating um so <laughs> holler if you hear me on that one um but you know the 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 motivation is there you want to eat healthy you want to cook healthy foods for your family but you aren't sure exactly what that looks like because you've tried all these things in the past that keep kind of disappointing you right um and let's be real (laughs) thinking through all that it does take time and it does take effort that you just don't really think that you have that you think that you don't have at this point in time and I totally feel that I feel that um and like I said, actually starting the the process of organizing my grocery list and how I approach that each and every week seemed so draining to me when I first started it. But now it's become so much easier and I don't even think about it. I just pick up the pad of paper and I start doing what I do and it's become more habitual each and every week because I just take 20 minutes and I just do what I need to do to set myself up for success for the following week. Not only myself, but my family so that not everybody is scrambling at the last minute, right? So Here are the quick three simple things that I want you to approach your grocery list with um, so that the wheels actually stay on this time, okay? Um, So first and foremost, like I I mentioned just a minute ago, carve out 20 minutes. Carve out 20 minutes, that's all it takes. Grab a pen and paper or jot the list down on your phone in your notes. Um, You can find 20 minutes to think things through. For me, that looks like on a Friday or a Saturday, I take this handy dandy, refrigerator magnet that has a section for meals for the week so Monday through Sunday Um, and then it has a perforated section that you can put your grocery list on and then tear it off so what I do is I sit down on one of those two days I map out, okay, I look at my calendar and say, we have XYZ going on. So on those days, I'm going to make it either a quick meal or we have lots going on on, let's say, Wednesday and Thursday. So I'm going to make something that can be big enough for leftovers. So this time of year, chili is a perfect option. So we could have that Wednesday and Thursday um, because we're on the go. And then on the weekends, I mean, I'm going to be realistic, right? And know that we're probably going to go out to eat. So I put out to eat or, um, you know, I'm working actually this Saturday. So on the on the day that I'm working or my husband's working it says Brooks choice or Zach's choice which for him is usually pizza and for me is usually some sort of um, takeout so um, you have to find what works for you because that's real life it's not just putting something down that you think you're going to make when in reality you're like no I'm probably going to not going to do that so then I'm going to overbuy at the grocery store and I'm going to have these things that are going to go bad and it's just going to be this continuous cycle so be real with yourself and just put what you're going to have down on that sheet of paper um And then we'll talk about groceries in a minute, but I love to kind of use that same sheet that I have. Um, And I'll link the Amazon. This is not a, this is not an ad. I'll link the, um, the actual one that I have in the show notes here so that you guys can grab it if you want, because I love it. My husband got it for me and it's been amazing. Um, But I like to put the groceries throughout the week. So as I think of things, because I know I'll forget because I have prego brain, um, I go and I write the things down that I know that we're going to need from the grocery that we're out of. So Long story short, first step, take that those 20 minutes and really just dive into what you think you're going to need or what you think your dinner plan is and try and stick to it as much as possible and be realistic with yourself. Um, and then the second thing is starting with dinner. So as I mentioned, I go through and I map out all the dinners for the week. Um, you don't and like I said, don't forget to throw in those few go out to eat or um, on the go dinners because 
let's be real, no one likes to cook on the weekends either. So you can still keep things healthy and you can still plan uh, for what you're going to eat. You can look up the menus ahead of time, find the healthy options that you might need, but schedule them in because it's more realistic if you do so. Um, one of the things that I love also about my Master Your Day training module is part of that comes with um, a recipe recycle. So essentially what that is, because um, a lot of you I know have trouble just coming up with things and getting it on a repetitious cycle. Um, um, as far as dinners are concerned. So I created this big old document that um, is, uh, it maps out um, four weeks, so a month's worth of recipes of meals. So tells you exactly what to eat Monday through Sunday for four weeks straight, and then has the recipes for all those too. Now, I do not claim to be a chef. I do not claim to be a food blogger. These are simple, easy take maybe 25, 30 minutes tops for most of them um, that you can add and subtract to as you need um, that fits your busy life. So these are not meant to break the bank or be complicated, um, but it's a really good way to say, okay, I'm going to use all of these meals for from week one. And then in week two, I'm gonna swap out these and switch them out for a couple in week three, or you can move the days around, but it's all there to manipulate as you need. And then at the end of the month, you can literally just rinse and repeat for the following month. And maybe you take week four and make it first, or maybe you take week two and make it third. Like you can move things around, that's the beauty of it. But um, finding a way to use dinner as like your your guiding light um, and how you map out your day and how you map out your grocery list, I think has been really super helpful for me and for some of my clients. Um, and then finally, actually creating that list. Like I said, I was going to circle back to this, but um, look at the ingredients that you need to make those dinners. And when you are writing out that grocery list in your 20 minute time, um, or as you go throughout the week, as I kind of mentioned that we do, then you look at the dinners first and say, what do I not have? What do I need? Let's start there so that I know I'm not forgetting anything. Again, if you have prego brain like me, sometimes that's a real thing. Um, so write down those ingredients that you need and then add any healthy snack items that you typically eat. So um, for us, it's the fruit. So banana, we're always out of bananas. We're always out of berries. We're always out of avocados. Um, a lot of times we're out of yogurt. So some of those filler snacks, that's what I kind of put in the grocery list next. Um, and then lastly, throw in what you might eat earlier in the day when you break your fast, if you're participating in intermittent fasting, like we do in the faster way, or like what you eat for breakfast and then or lunch, and then um, anything that the kiddos might eat. So um, for Mara, she loves those Z bars, the, the kids version of the Cliff Bars. Um, we get her a lot. Um, they, sometimes they have the dairy-free yogurt um, like on-the-go tubes. If I can find them, I get those for her. Um, she has a, a specific dairy-free cookie she likes, <laughs> putting those things on the list. And then for me, like I typically break my fast on low-carb days with um, you know, eggs of some sort, so making sure we have eggs on hand. Um, I My husband goes through a lot of um, Dave's Killer Bread for his lunches, so we put that on there. Um, I do a lot of like turkey bacon on on uh, low carb days to break my fast, I put that on there. And then on for regular macro days, when I'm loading on the carbs, I put things on there like edamame that I snack on or oatmeal, all that kind of stuff to make sure that I'm filling in those gaps. So 
Long story short, when you're creating that actual grocery ingredient or grocery list or ingredient list, make sure that you st start with those dinners, what you need there, what you're missing, what you don't have, then go to the healthy snacks that you're going to use in for fillers, add in your kids specific items, and then things that you might eat earlier in the day for breakfast or for lunch. So boom, your list is complete. So um, those are really the three big things that I would encourage you to try and do if meal planning is kind of your, your, um, your Achilles heel right now um, in terms of kind of owning your time and mastering your day. But my point here simply is that meal planning doesn't have to be a time suck. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. You already have the time you need to make it happen. You just literally have to make it happen. And that starts with those 20 minutes and selecting, this is the day I'm going to do it. And again, see what works for you. Maybe it's not Friday. Maybe it's Sunday. You just have to actually commit to trying it and then see how it goes so that you can tweak it down the line. So um, if this episode resonated with you all at all, or there are people in your life that you think would love a listen, I would absolutely love it if you would screenshot this episode on whatever listening device you're on and share it on the socials, tag me on Instagram or on Facebook, um, and make sure that you don't miss upcoming episodes. We've got some good ones coming towards the end of the year um, by hitting the little subscribe button today too. Um, and grab your copy of my free video training on how to master your day so that you can kind of get your hands on some of these resources and get the full scoop. So uh, I love y'all and I will see you next time.